Yep. Um, going also at, spoilers. Spoiler warning. Spoilers. <laughs> we will be discussing She-Hulk. the entirety of She-Hulk. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Listeners, hello, Connor. Hello, hello. How's it going? <clears throat> it's going. It's going, eh? That's my thoughts, too, after watching that show. Welcome to a special episode, a Friday episode. A Friday episode, our second ever special. Second ever special, wow. Feels like we should have more, but I feel we like have we recorded should, one. We have, but then... Release the tuned. dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, potentially... Two weeks from now? Two weeks? Two, three weeks from now. It depends on how the lucky The third special will be out. Depends on how Matt's feeling. <laughs> Exactly. Matt will do his best. It's okay. Um, so, Connor, so today's episode, uh, Marvel-themed, uh, specifically She-Hulk, She-Hulk ended. Thank God. Uh, I mean, She-Hulk ended. Werewolf at Night came out last week. Basically, some Marvel stuff came out, and it's all finished now. Um, but before we talk about all that stuff, today we are having a, a drink. It's a uh, green yes. drink-themed. We're back on our beverage. Yep. There'll be episodes that come out where we don't because we recorded earlier in the day or exactly ha- had guests that didn't want exactly so today connor what are we drinking it's vibrant green like gamma radiation looking <laughs> it's gamma um, radiation green it's because it's uses midori and this midori if you don't know is a melon liqueur obviously japanese um but it uh it's a midori sour that is as simple as it is i bumped it up a bit because the midori sour is i think basically just citrus juice with midori so I added a little bit of vodka to give it a little bit more oomph. And okay. then this specific recipe is topped off with uh, some soda water. I'll be honest. I really like it. I am, uh, I'm liking this one. Matt likes the sweet drinks. I do. I do. But it is pretty good. So <clears throat> that's the drink we're going to be sipping on. Green. Themed like the Hulk. Yep. Obviously. She-Hulk. She-Hulk specifically. Case. And Hulk. And Hulk. Which is in this. Yep. Um, going also ahead, spoilers. Spoiler warning. Spoilers. <laughs> we will be discussing She-Hulk. the entirety of She-Hulk and so, briefly about Werewolf. If you haven't seen it, but but want to come back later. If you don't plan on seeing it, but want to know what right. happened, listen away. Exactly. If you've seen it, God bless you. Thank you for listening to more about She-Hulk. All right, Connor. Where should we start with this? There's a. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going to start by saying I was happy that they were 20-minute episodes. Okay. I get that a lot of people worked on them because obviously they're higher-budget shows, so... Weird that it was like eight minutes of credits every time, but uh, yeah, I was happy they were 20-minute episodes because I don't think I could handle this show if it was like an hour-long episode every every time. We'll see how I feel about that when I look at some of the Star Wars shows that are out. Yeah, and or almost an hour episode, it seems like. I don't know how long the credits are yet, though. But I've heard good things, so we'll see. Um, but for She-Hulk, um, honestly, the first episode wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a decent... Obviously, they changed slightly the origin. But I thought it was, you know, a good little uh, this is what happened kind of thing, right? Um, and then it's kind of funny because I feel like whenever I talk to you about She-Hulk, every week you're like... This is the best She-Hulk episode, which is at least a good thing for the show. That each episode it did get better, 
maybe not significantly better. My favorite episode, I believe, was episode eight. The finale? No, episode oh, nine uh, is the finale. Oh, Ribbit and Rip It. Eight's the one where we first see Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Yeah, and Frogman. Of course. Which I felt like was the best episode, in my opinion. Sorry, sorry not Frogman. Leapfrog. Yeah, Leapfrog. Got to go to this lily pad layer. Um, but that was my favorite episode. Okay. Uh, nine was different. The finale was different. Um, can't say I've ever seen a finale of a show quite like that. Okay. And uh, overall, I would say... What did, what, did, what did I give Ms. Marvel? I don't remember what I gave it. I want to say you gave Marvel like seven or eight. Okay, if I gave Ms. Marvel seven and a half or eight, I would give this like a seven or a six and a half. Okay. <clears throat> I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite either. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch it. Um, that's kind of that's kind of my opinion on the show, honestly. Here, as a whole, yeah. See. I don't even know where to start with this show. Oh, I should preface this by saying I had never read like a standalone She-Hulk story either. Yeah. So I was going in pretty blind. I didn't want to like do any research because I didn't want to just like, I already don't know any that much about the character. I don't want to like be like, oh, well, they didn't even do her origin right or they didn't do this right. Like I just wanted to be like, okay, I already know nothing. I'll just enjoy it as I yeah. know nothing. Okay. That's fair. See, I know a bit of She-Hulk's origin. We've talked about it in a previous episode. Um, the show as a whole was decent i find that this was something what i find a lot with the marvel shows that who's the show for because i think the one thing where they drop the ball is i i've watched a couple of law shows and i like them yeah they're different they're not the same as like every other show obviously they're still like the typical drama within the office kind of stuff but they're at least like different in their own way and i just feel like they kind of dropped the ball for that on here Okay. Like, they obviously we know she's a lawyer, and they do mention it, and there are court scenes. scenes. Yeah. Yep. It just feels like they could have done more. Yeah, I would agree. It feels like they kind of they could have done more, especially on like the maybe it feels like they were scared to because they don't. It's a superhero quotations. Yeah, but I still enjoyed what they attempted to do because it was a comedy show. Yes, but it was very episodic. I find like a lot of the other Marvel shows, there's like a continuous story. There was a there bit. was a subtle. There, I yeah, feel like the subtle. subplot was like yeah. a continuous story of her like coming into her own and like fighting against Titania eventually, right? But right? Yeah, but generally it was a little yeah, bit very more episodic, episodic, which feels fitting for a lawyer. Yeah, because day to day stuff show. is different. Exactly, different and it showed a different side of the MCU. I don't think we've really seen, which I think Marvel. I like what was your favorite part? My I like the costume maker idea. Yes, that was cool. I which enjoyed is that. also funny because I saw that in Titans. Yep, there's which a, I've been, which I recently finished, well, caught up on because obviously mm-hmm. it's getting a new season. But there's also a costume maker in that. Which, if you've ever seen Demon Slayer, there's um, a sword maker, and mm-hmm. he gets very upset when someone breaks the sword because it's like you know his art, his art form. He's done yeah. everything he can to make it beautiful, whatnot. And so when the main character breaks the sword, he like chases the main character around all angrily. Basically, the same thing <laughs> happened in Titans, where. Uh, dick Grayson burns the robin suit yep and then he goes to this guy to get a new suit and he's like excuse me you don't get a new suit <laughs> like he's all like you burned my baby <laughs> i feel like that's that's a an underrated character that it's in all different fandoms like the person who makes the suits or makes the weapons because well, it's, it's one of those things you just don't think about because 
well, so many of us have probably seen Batman movies or, you know, especially the Dark Knight trilogy where yeah. it's like Bruce has, you know, his guy. Yeah, you see... Uh, which is just Wayne Industries and into Fox, right? And Fox, Fox does yeah. it. And you're just like, okay, I can buy that. Fox doesn't technically know Bruce is Batman because he's never asked and Bruce has never said it. Exactly. So it's like he can't say it for certain. So there's always that like you know, safety between the two of them. But that's what a lot of people just, you know, for Batman, they're just like, okay, Tony Stark makes his own stuff. Um, you know, Spider-Man technically makes yep. his own stuff. So it's kind of like, it's kind of cool to be like, there's no way every character knows how to make exactly. this stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I, I do agree And with not that. every character's rich. So you're also just like, true. and in some special cases, like She-Hulk, like she clearly needs some sort of special material or something, right? It's tricky. So, like, you can be like, okay, maybe she knows how to knit or maybe she has some money to buy it. But at the same time, no. Exactly. So, that's cool. I think it's an underrated thing that's not touched on yeah. a lot. Yeah. I do. Th I think that's probably my favorite character was the designer. I oh, think he was, was your great, favorite? Probably. Yeah. Um, but what I enjoyed is that I feel like, I feel like every episode we kind of got introduced to a new character. Yeah, kind of in like, a bit. Which yeah. kind of made it feel more episodic, I think, because like the one episode we got Leapfrog, the one episode we saw the people that was at Abomination Emil's. was in a couple episodes, but yeah. he wasn't like the entire show. Yeah. Which I feel like a lot of people Wong probably popped thought, up a couple times too. But you probably thought Abomination was going to be such yeah. a mainstay plot throughout. point. And he was in a way, but he wasn't like the big bad and you just followed, right? Exactly. It was like he was just kind of a nice little pull in to the like, hey. Exactly. This is we're wrapping up that you know the Hulk all this Hulk universe stuff in the MCU is all it's all together. You say that, and then at the very end they're like, "By the way, yeah, here's Scar, who's a teenager already." You're like, yeah. "Oh, here's a new Hulk. Here's 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 young Hulk, baby Hulk." Which is also opens up a whole new can of worms. It's like, well, you said could we be Young Avengers? Yeah, it could, could it be Young Avengers? Could we getting the whole like maybe um, a Planet Hulk kind of scenario? Like if they're feeling crazy and want to do an, I mean they already do entire movies. Well, they brought Abomination so. back, and we have Hulk. Now we have She Hulk. Now we have Scar. It's a shame that we don't have the true Red Hulk. Unfortunately, rest due in to the peace. passing, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean they can't have the Red Hulk in a different. They could still technically carry the character on. Who's as long the as we uh, the current Hulk in the comics? Yeah, uh, it's still. Bruce Banner's back, but there's um I forget his name is Cho. I mm -hmm. can't remember his first name, but he went by the I think his slogan was the totally awesome Hulk. Very Marvel now yeah, when they kind of rebooted it. Names. Um, um, yeah, I mean they could introduce him as well. There's him, there's also um you have Hulkling who is part of the Young Avengers. They He's could like do, a scroll. They could do a planet of Hulk similar to um kind of like you know when when they first announced they were doing Civil War? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I remember being hyped because I loved Civil War as a story. Yeah. But um, I, w I remember being like, there's no way they're going to introduce all these characters. And then obviously there was all the Spider-Man stuff yeah. going on when it got announced Spider-Man being in it. It was like mind blowing because he's such a key role in in the in the comic yeah. story. He didn't play. There was no role that was quite fit the same that um, obviously the, the whole concept is a much different yeah. than the comic. But it was just so hype, but you also knew there was no way they're going to get that level of characters yeah. in it, right? It was one wasn't an Avengers movie, correct? It may as well have been, but Avengers two point five, <laughs> but Captain America, but 
they just don't have that many characters and it's a lot of money yeah. to have all those experienced and great actors it's a lot of money i also think that if they threw a bunch of new characters into that movie it'd be confusing it, w- it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same pull even the fact that they introduced maybe yeah but it'd also be confusing for people because think of how many people watch mc movies that don't actually read comics exactly that's why i think for the civil war movie anyways i think it was okay that they brought in black panther and spider-man because also black well, panther's liked, story was it. incorporated into it obviously. i liked i liked it for what it was exactly obviously i knew for a fact that there was no way it was going to be like the same concept mm-hmm that Civil War is. Do I wish we would have gotten a more closer accurate? Yeah, sure. I think that would have been awesome. But the problem is, it's the f- introduction of Spider-Man. Exactly. How would a sp- MCU Spider-Man ever have that same pull of showing who he is in the MCU? Was it at the? I think it was at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming. They did have. I think it's the end. I don't know. If, I don't think it's the post-credit scene. But at the very end, they hint at that scene from Civil War because it's Spider-Man going out to like a publicity stunt and it's like Pepper's Pepper Potts is there happy and they're like, you should take off your mask and do the interview. And they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They have to credit. No. Yeah. yeah. And there's like the, and they show off like the spider, um, the iron spider for the yeah. first time. Yeah. For like, Oh, you like, he could have worn this suit or whatever. Exactly. Like Go- they had the suit ready for him. Yeah. I think going back to that is actually <clears throat> what I do appreciate. It was a throwaway line in episode eight of She-Hulk is they talk about the Scovian records just not existing anymore. Yeah, it was like a throwaway line, but it kind of be as like but it's, it's not also it's not a good relevant. answer. Yeah, it's not. It gives people in the MCU an idea of what's going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, Daredevil was interesting to see. It was kind of hyped. Were see you cool Disney with? Plus. Were you okay with the costume design, the yellow and red? No, no, you. Didn't I don't like, like it? yellow. I don't even like the regular yellow Daredevil. I'm more of like the hardcore dark red. Mm-hmm. But I did like their chemistry. I thought it was pretty good. Um. Yeah, I, I this mean, is a controversial question because a lot of people aren't happy with this. But what's your opinion on like the more like upbeat Matt Murdock route they kind of took? You mean where he's a little bit more quippy and happy? Yeah, I don't mind it. Neither do I. <laughs> I don't mind it. To be fair, like it's like obviously there's I'm hundred there's Daredevil fans. People love yeah. People love the character, but he does come off a little one dimensional when he's just like the same. Yeah, he's like angsty, but he's like monotone angsty. Yeah, exactly. Almost. It's like. So I kind of like what they did, where he's still, when he's Daredevil, he's still... He's still Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just like, every time he like pops up in something, I love the actor too. I don't oh, know. Charlie Cox, yeah, great Charlie actor. Cox, he's, he he's, fits the role it's perfectly. Like, it's one of those MCU where you're just like, they nailed it. Yeah. Which usually they do, to be fair. But like when he shows up in the Spider-Man, that's also like fantastic because obviously at the time, well, they're not the Parkers are not wealthy. No. So it makes sense that Matt Murdock is helping them out. Exactly. And I love the brick. I just, he's just like, it's just like the right level of humor where it's not like too much. Exactly. But it's just the right amount where you're kind of like, it doesn't make you like laugh out loud, but it makes you kind of like go, like have a nice little, that was funny. And I think to be honest, it also fits in with Marvel, what, with what Marvel is trying to do for like the new show of Daredevil born again. And they've talked about in interviews, how it's going to be like a new version of Daredevil. I think this is perfect because it is literally Daredevil, like putting, like turning over the leaf. You know what I mean? Like he's trying something new. He's not trying to be as angsty yep, per se. Sure. He's trying to be a better lawyer. Like he's starting his own firm and stuff, right? So it's Daredevil and Matt Murdock are both being born again, right? But yeah. What did you think of um? <clears throat> what was the villain's name? The one girl that kept showing up. Titania. Was not a fan. I is think she like a massive villain. I think for she's a big villain fan of She Hulk. I also don't know overly too much of She Hulk other than her origin and the occasional story that she pops up for an Avengers comic. Yeah. But overall, and that she, I knew she was part of the Fantastic Four for a bit. Yep. She was part like of the I Fantastic know. Four. 
Which um, would be interesting. We've seen her in the MCU now. We know the Fantastic Four will come. Yep. She also did Does help Does she make out. her way into a movie with them? Probably not. Does she represent them? Maybe. How are they going to do the Fantastic Four origin? I know that's a little off topic, but it just, that, the, the, the mentioning it, I didn't think about it, but do they just do the in the space weird cloud? I think they're either going to do it where they very like, you see like, it's going to oh, be like a they're already the Fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's going to be hinted at. Oh, I guess they at. did say no origins anymore. Exactly. So I think what's going to happen. Even though we've seen a many origins. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Disney Plus shows are different. Oh, okay. It's not movies. I could easily see it as like a throwaway thing in like the end of a movie, right? Post credit scene, the main character is turning over and he's watching the TV, oh, and it's just this family like comes back or whatever, right? Or like oh, like like people gone to space attacked yeah, yeah, by yeah. cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reed Richards goes to Famous space. Famous scientist. Yeah, gone yeah. missing kind of thing like that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's I feel true. like they that would be with a movie, which exactly. is kind of what they've been doing with a lot of the newer phase uh, exactly. stuff. Is like. They're even, hinting at it. Even this, right? The yeah. the abomination with uh, abomination Wong. That was a scene that we saw in Sh- uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, exactly. And now it's tied in. So it's just like Easy li- peasy. little things because it's it's not as obvious as like this post credit scene is us building the Avengers. This post credit scene is working up to exactly. Thanos. Like that's what I appreciate about the about the Disney Plus shows is that they're each unique to the show, but they're also adding mythos to make it. Yeah, they're still like building up lore in a way. Like exactly. you said, like we got the. Uh, the Accords, so we kind of know what's going on with that yeah. and at the current timeline. Hulk does leave, and then he literally comes back saying, hey, this is where I was. By the way, here's my son. Yeah, it's just right? like little things that are like still building up the universe with characters. Exactly. Kind of putting people where they are. Like like you said, we could get Young Avengers, we can get the West Coast Avengers, because obviously we're in the West Coast now, but obviously the main Avengers that we know of that we've followed are all in New York. Exactly. So this so is finally branching out, which York. is nice. Everything always happens in New York. But I think what's cool about this show, too, is um, there's a lot of, like, Easter eggs. Marvel's been doing this thing now for Disney Plus shows. It's a very subtle Easter egg, but on every episode of She-Hulk, I think it's every episode of Moon Knight as well, there's a QR code somewhere in the episode, oh, and no. you can scan that, and that gives you a free comic. Oh, that's cool. So for the She-Hulk, it was free She-Hulk comics, and then for it's the Moon Knight. every episode? Every episode, there's a QR code. So did code. you find it every episode? I had to look a couple times in videos to figure out where the QR codes, because sometimes they're super obvious, where it's just on like a door or on like a poster or something. So it's kind of like, well, I mean, obviously Disney owns yeah. Marvel, but it's that in Disney, you have to find like the hidden Mickey. Exactly. <laughs> hidden, <laughs> hidden Marvel QR codes. Hidden Marvel QR codes. But I don't know. I did, I did enjoy the show overall, because I was... When we first started watching it, we did discuss how like bland and we weren't really sure about it. Oh yes, that's fair. But going like watching it, looking at back at it as a whole, I think it was a solid thing. I enjoy that Disney was attempting to do something different, where it was a comedy episodic story. And like I said, the twenty minute kind of episode was good. It, it was worked like just the right amount of time. I think I agree. Do you want to talk about the insane fourth wall that was the finale? Kevin. <laughs> I loved the Kevin thing. The Kevin I thought thing it was funny. So I also funny. thought when she went to the meeting, yeah. and they're like, no one talks to Kevin. And I was like, just waiting the for like... Two of the people that are in that writer's room is the writers of the show as well. Well, I'd imagine. Which is pretty obvious that they would but have done that. I'd, but... I'd imagine, I just was like picturing like Kevin Foggy just like showing up being like, what's up? What do you need? Yeah. Like just being super nice when everyone's just like, no I expected to it Kevin. to be Kevin Feige Same. and I love it. I love that it wasn't him. Yeah, and, and was... I also loved like how he's just like, you don't get to choose. He's also... <laughs> The machine itself, I don't know if you know this, but it's also wearing the ball cap that Kevin yep, Feige is pretty yep. much always wearing. So I thought that was funny as well. Um, yeah. If, 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 it was a robot, if you don't know. It was a 
It was just yeah, and I can't remember what Kevin stood for, but it was an acronym. Yeah, it was an acronym for something, which was funny because I was watching it with subtitles, um, and it said like in the subtitles it was Kevin was an acronym, and I'm reading, it, I'm like, why the frick is Kevin an acronym? I was like, that's weird that they did his name that way, and, and then, then it got revealed Kevin. like a minute and a half minute later. Um, it was kind of weird the whole Disney Plus. Yeah, when they was shifted fourth, to the home screen of yeah. Disney Plus uh, Marvel, and like, she and she just like smashes where she wants to go, yeah. and you're like, what the heck uh another subtle easter egg during the kevin scene is that when they make a comment of like oh no we've moved on to a new project the black panther scene theme plays for a couple seconds i didn't notice that yeah that is funny yeah they were they're making budget jokes yeah they're like oh yeah sorry you can't can't transform on transform off camera because we (laughs) that's a lot of money but i think it's nice i think um i'm excited to see what's going to happen with the hulk mythos next because abominations come back after like 12 years 12 um, years of being absent. The scientist back. in Incredible Hulk, um, the one that like has a crack on his skull and like some of the super soldier serum goes into him, like the Hulk radiation goes into his cut. You think I remember that? No, probably not. It's a throwaway line. <laughs> throwaway scene, actually. He's going to be the villain of Captain America 4. So we're getting more Hulk mythos with Captain America 4. The heck's in Captain the, America 4? Just... The leader is his name in the comics. But that's going to be the Sam Wilson Captain America okay. movie. Yeah. Nice. Exciting. Um, I like Sam Wilson. Good Falcon cap. Um, Makes Captain America more interesting. Exactly. I do agree. So I'm just waiting on Red Hulk or Red She-Hulk. If Red, if either of those Hulk, are going to come Red in. Yeah, A-Bomb true. is another one. He's like Blue Hulk. I don't really know too much about him. But he's like another part of the Hulk family. The Hulk family. But anyways, moving on, Connor. I want to play an audio clip. So... 23 and two specials ago, including this one, our very first episode of the podcast, we briefly talk about She-Hulk. I'm going to throw you down a little memory lane here, all right? Is this um, when She-Hulk was first announced or I something? think so, yeah. Or around I guess the not time. first announced, but like around probably getting like the date that it would be released or something. Yeah. So, uh, for the listeners, we apologize about the audio difference that's about to come out, considering our audio quality has improved a little yep. bit. Different microphone. Exactly. But yeah, kind of surprised to see that She-Hulk was getting an actual show. It doesn't look, it looks good. I guess I don't know. I think um, it doesn't it, look top tier quality, but it no. doesn't look. It's not the worst thing, Marvel. I think she's an interesting character in terms of Marvel lore. I'm curious though if they're gonna do it the way they did in the comics, because in the comics, in a nutshell, she became She-Hulk because she needed a blood transfusion mm. from Bruce Banner, and that's how she got the gamma radiation in her gamma radiation in her blood, and that's how she became She-Hulk. I don't know if they're going to be doing that. In Marvel the... doesn't do origin stories. Exactly. Marvel doesn't do origins. <laughs> it's 2022, guys. You know, There's Marvel doesn't do stories. origins. Just I was thinking more want... just like, you know, the working class woman kind of thing. Yeah, like well, the I lawyer guess, style kind of thing. Obviously, you have Matt Murdock for Daredevil, but I yeah. just mean like, it's it would be cool to see a female lead just being more that, like a hero, but is working a real job. A nine kind of like, job, I kinda, yeah. I guess that's like oddly different than just getting like the superhero overload exactly. that question we have. is though is daredevil gonna be in the she-hulk show That'd be with great. matt murdoch being in quotations canon into the mcu now have them oppose go off against uh, each other. could you imagine that'd be a great like secondary like storyline yeah i would love that personally i think it'd be great i think they both fit that kind of like style and i think be a perfect opportunity to kind of bring in those netflix marvel shows into the main dc or dc wow uh, Marvel Extended Universe. Yeah, I do think that was a bit of a miss on Marvel's part for not including them in some of the bigger movies. 
Yeah. Dang, use a genius. I uh and I was right. It you was were my right. Favorite we episode. were both right. <laughs> it was my favorite episode. I uh yeah, just listening back to that episode the other day, I was like It is this true. Is that is what I would have liked and they got part of it, but not as much yeah. as I wanted, I think. Fair. I think me making the call, thinking that Daredevil would be a great addition. It was enjoyable that size. she didn't want to be she yes. and she definitely was opposed to it. And you know, it's kind of a coming in age in the terms where she's like, This is who I am now, I have to accept yeah. it. And which I thought be, is nice. Which was good with the way they like um she had to like sue for the rights of She Hulk back. Yep. Like it was it was kind of like a clever way of using the whole law situation, her being involved as a lawyer and combining it with like you have to accept who you are now. Like you're not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. I think also uh, specifically episode six. It was the wedding episode, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, that was boring. But it was it was good in the sense that it's to go to show that like not everyone wants the hero all the time. Like sometimes they just want Jen over She Hulk. But then she was drunk and she did like she was drunk and it was fine. And she just but it was totally like eliminated yeah. the whole thing. I agree. I think that part was very unneeded. Um, it did also feel like they were kind of bullying her as well, like yeah. getting her to do a whole bunch of stuff. Hundred percent. That's the whole point of that part. Wasn't my favorite episode, but I get where you're like, yeah. I get where you're coming from. Where it was like a, um, yeah, just it's not all glamour being a hero. That's fair. I do sure. also appreciate. It's not really. I guess it's an Easter egg, but not really. But the opening of the last episode is basically them remaking the original intro to the Incredible Hulk show from the seventies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's I what the whole that. style yeah. was. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the CGI for Hulk, like She-Hulk as a whole? I thought it was okay. It was I, like, decent, but you could definitely tell it wasn't as good. But they also don't have the high... That's big of a budget, budget, obviously. Right? But it just, yeah, it did stand out a bit for me. I, I, I like, think at certain scenes it did. Some um, of the ones where it was really focused on her talking. Yeah. But I think overall, like, that's not going to be my the end all for the show. Oh, no. In my it's kind of like judging an anime that has, like, some background CGI. Exactly. And being like, oh, my God, and that background CGI. Yeah, it was terrible. Thanks away from everything. But it was, it's just, you notice it is all. Yeah. This is just I do what agree I'm, with that. what I'm yeah. saying. What did you think of the, uh, her superhero outfit? I liked it. I think it's how it is in the comics. Like, the purple. Well, the comics is a little bit more scandalous yes but in i some, like not all true but in a lot of her yeah. comics but i like that it made sense it made sense for her it was sporty it wasn't just overly sexualized because she's a woman which was exactly. perfect but it was still the costume you know like that color scheme was perfect and it was nice i liked it i thought it was really good and looked good looked modern modernized I like the costume. I think overall, like the show was solid. Like I would probably give it a seven and a half. I'm gonna stick Again. with my seven or six and a half. Again, overall, I thought it was pretty. It makes good. me more excited for more Daredevil. Yep. It makes me want to rewatch some of the Netflix shows, to be honest. Yeah, that, but that I is a little say. bit of a commitment. Yeah, there are. <laughs> There's a good. Oh, I should of say the Disney now. Plus shows now, because oh, they are on Disney oh, Plus. The Disney Plus. The Disney Plus. The Netflix, Netflix Disney, Disney Plus, Plus original. <laughs> They should have that. As, like, obviously, they can't do it because can't mention it, I'm sure. But it'd be funny if it was like, you know how they have all the Marvel, Star Wars, originally Netflix shows. <laughs> Used to be Netflix. Um, Moving on from She-Hulk, another Marvel thing that came out recently was the werewolf at night. Yeah, I wasn't really into it. I kind of like glazed over it, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I was uh, busy doing some other things That's and I had it on and... Um, but the, what, what did you think? Like, 
what are some of the um, obviously spoilers ahead, but like, what are some of the Easter eggs or anything that I kind of missed that were big? By like kind of not paying as hard of core attention, was there anything like <sighs> brutally just like, well, that was cool or that was really cool to see that character? I mean, the not, ending guy. What was his name? Like the werewolf? No, no, no. Like the the guy that kind of looks like Swamp Thing. Ah, Man Thing. Ah, wow, what a name! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so I really enjoyed this. He looked great, by the way. Man Thing looked really good. Yeah, like it looked I was great. The thing is, is that so for you when, guys who don't I know, first saw him, I was like, oh my god, when did they bring Swamp Thing into the MCU? <laughs> They just buy it off DC? <laughs> what? So, for those who haven't watched it yet, it is 95% black and white. Not my favorite, but I will. I do give credit to being different. Yeah. And original, you know, obviously some people do it, but it's, you know, it's still, it's still different. It's not mm-hmm. something that's done every day. So, uh, you know, it may not be my favorite, but I liked it. So, personally, the stylistic choice of doing a black and white fit the style because the whole story was revolved around that cliche like old yeah monster like the old hunter monster 30s. style yeah like so i like thought that dracula, was great old dracula old werewolf Van exactly Helsing, old style. black lagoon dracula the old ancient even like some of the clothing too like yeah. it was just it was it, it really fit the time um so that was a big thing the way they opened even with just doing the black and white marvel logo for a little bit with a couple scratches i was like okay that was cool yeah i'm interested then I don't know who the narrator was, but just the uh, the in like opening narrator of like, and it was today that this man died. It was like very dramatic, and I was like, okay, okay. Good narration helps a lot. It does. Um, but then yeah, the I was watching it subtitled, and so I was at work while I was watching it, and you get introduced to Man Thing, who in the comics his real name is Ted. So when it gets introduced, that man Man Thing's there, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to help my friend. Like his name is Ted. In the subtitle, it just comes up saying, Ted snarls. And I couldn't help but just smirk. I was like, Ted smarls. Smarls? I can't even pronounce this word. Snarls. 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 Um, so that just kind of made it amusing. But I think it was, like you said, it was something new. But the thing also about, even when he turns into a werewolf at the beginning, not the beginning, but like when he becomes a werewolf later on, when we don't see him to actually transform and we don't know really what he's going to look like yet, I thought that was really neat. Yeah, that's It built up like proper suspense. And this was probably the one of the most gory Marvel things so far. They're preparing us for uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Heck yeah. Did we mention that? That Deadpool is coming? Well, we don't know think Deadpool. we mentioned it, but it's pretty... We mentioned that Hugh, Jack- Hugh, Hugh Jackman's going to be returning as Wolverine. Deadpool 3 is going to be part of the MCU. It'll officially be part of the yes. MCU, and that it will not affect the Logan continuity. I Correct, guess, technically, because but it's Deadpool. Way so before Logan, way before Logan, but don't know what timeline because you know X Men. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Deadpool himself will tell us. Yes, he in will in the middle of the movie. Yes, I'm sure he in will. In case you are wondering, by the way, I I, I would not be surprised if after his first f bomb or like something, he like is all like not the Disney movie you were expecting, huh? <laughs> Literally though, uh, but yeah, definitely excited for that too. But that, yeah, I don't know why I mentioned that, but you know, it is it's still big Marvel news. It's big Marvel, big Marvel news that I don't think we mentioned. Like obviously, nope. everyone knew about Deadpool being getting a third movie, but that was big news. I don't think we may have mentioned pre- think the previously. Only two Marvel things that are coming out 
this year still is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Which, which we is, will watch. We will watch. Middle Don't of November. Don't know if we'll have a special out for it, but we definitely will chat about it. Chat about it on a podcast. And then I think at the end of December, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which will be similar Matt to the Werewolf at Night. will watch that and mention it to everyone. Well, it's going to be like a Disney Plus special, similar to the Werewolf at Night. Basically Matt will a TV watch it movie. and he'll let us know what he thinks about it. And I will attempt to and make it. he will Connor tell us how it. much he likes Baby Groot. Baby Groot. He is Groot. And he's a he tiny Groot. sells lots of toys. Merchandise. He sells lots of merch. So keep True. him young and cute. I guess, or whatever. So Connor, um, in the in the very first episode of Nerdy Misfits, we talk about the Disney Plus shows and how you haven't watched any of them. So yes. as an update for the listeners, I've watched many. I've watched something called what was it, The Wolf in the Hula in the Hula, <laughs> and then I've watched the Hulk of She, and I've watched uh the Marvel of Miz, and uh, I've watched Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you watched, you watched a few episodes of WandaVision? Oh, yes. I've watched the first three or four episodes okay. of WandaVision now. I've watched enough of WandaVision to basically understand the Doctor Strange movie. That's fair. That's fair. And I feel like I did because of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But means you got like definitely you didn't need to because you can kind of pick up on what happened, but it definitely helps understand Wanda's mindset yeah. better. But... As the show goes on, it gets more intense, obviously, and you understand. A few I do more need things. to still watch the Falcon and Falcon Winter, Soldier, Winter Soldier, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Hawkeye. Think that's it. So not that bad. I feel like we're missing one. That's probably not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like second guessing myself. I'm like, are we missing one? Um, no. Wandavision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Moon Knight, Hawkeye. Yeah, that's all of them, right? Unless you include like some of like the what's the one called the um, what if series or whatever. Oh, what if that's also a good one to watch. I have seen. Well, how many seasons of Shield have you watched, Matt? Well, it's about that time to wrap <laughs> up the episode. Uh. I can I can at least say that I've made up I made up for it with all the seasons of Shield I watched before. Loki. Oh yeah, I did watch Loki. Oh, you did? Yeah, I oh, hated that's it. Awkward. Oh. Well, okay, that's strong. I didn't. Yeah, hate I was gonna it. say that's a hard H. I didn't. Hate it, but it was definitely as a honestly as of right now my least favorite of the shows I've watched, including WandaVision, which I haven't finished. I just didn't like. I didn't like the whole concept of like this is meant to be. We're supposed to come. I don't like like yeah, the, like the fair. hardcore predestined stuff like that. It's not. It's not my favorite. I really and like, it takes so much out of like. Okay, don't get me wrong. There's superhero movies. So at the end of the day, you know the superhero is going to win. It's the same as any yep. hero, protagonist, anime, et cetera, et cetera. Like, for the most part, you're like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen. Like, I know they're in danger, but I know they're not in danger. Yep. Right? And then that just, like, emphasized it even more because it's like, it's all meant to be. The Avengers were always going to win. Like, and you're just yeah. like, I already knew that, but I don't need you telling me that. That's fair. So I didn't like, like, that kind of stuff in Loki. That's understandable. I like the buddy cop-ish. Style. It was fun. It was different. Like, it just feels like they're, like, do people, like, I know people love Loki, like, the actor. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, they love him. But, like, can we just be done with Loki? Like, for real? (laughs) No, I can't argue with that, though. I think, 
I think the big thing right now is the fact that with the way Marvel's going is we're getting all these new characters. We're wrapping up everyone's stories. And it's just Loki's dead in the main story, basically. And now How many times is Loki getting the spinoff story and like Loki's getting a season two? I just, I feel like there were that, that definitely feels like one of those ones where they're just kind of like cashing in on what. Yeah, I don't want to say Loki's a money grab, but. I just, we don't need Loki. He's, his story is done. He's done. We don't. It was fun for a lot of cool Easter eggs, don't get me wrong. And he popped in so often already. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, the three Thor movies, and then he was in Avengers 1 and Avengers 3. Yeah, just, I just, I've had enough of Loki. All of the Avengers, almost, except for two. Yeah, I don't think he was in Age of Ultron. But I don't think well, I don't think he was in Infinity War either. Yeah, he probably was. Or was he? Okay. He probably yeah. He was in the was, beginning of Infinity War. He probably War. disappeared. He died in Infinity War. Yeah, see, he was in it. He got erased, or did he? No, die? he he full on got killed at the beginning. Well, he always gets killed. Because then Heimdall opens the frost, and that's uh, how yeah, Thor yeah, gets yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years ago, mythos. But yeah, I'm okay with no more Loki. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, fair, I feel fair. like we're we're done. Loki's tale is over. Thor, he's doing his own thing. He's doing his own thing. Love and thunder, mm, baby. Exactly. Him and the girl. Psych. Saving the multiverse. <laughs> I don't know what they're saving. The end of time, gods God and things. stuff. Just doing things. Just and doing stuff. god things. And she's got the axe hammer. I can't remember what the name of it is. Yonir? Starbringer? Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. That's it. That was close. Don't worry, I got you. No, I know what the name of the hammer is. <laughs> the axe thing that gets jealous, yeah, which is really weird. That was a weird thing. It was a weird shit. I do think if they come out with an, assem- an assembled episode, I'll probably watch it for She-Hulk. I'll watch the Moon Knight one. Because it's just like... Uh, like The behind the scenes. The behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the behind the scenes for a lot of stuff. I mean, I think I talked about it, the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But I haven't, watched I haven't seen a lot of the MCU stuff. I can only imagine it's just as interesting. Mm-hmm. There's one for Doctor Strange. The Moon Knight one I've watched. Eternals, Hawkeye. Basically, there's one for all the new stuff. Love me some new stuff. The best. Best around. <laughs> all right guys well that pretty much wraps up the special here connor is there anything else you'd like to add ah you can watch it you can watch the old right. would you recommend it or would you just be like you know if you want to watch you can watch it but you're not going to be like if you're not you a big superhero fan i think it's a pretty good one okay like if you don't want if you're not like i'm assuming like the i haven't seen it but i'm assuming um winter soldier and uh the falcon is like mm-hmm. more like a that's lot more action copy. Yeah. That's action, but buddy copy. But Shield was a little bit more off center when it comes to the yeah. super superhero stuff. If you want answers from the Hulk movie from two thousand and eight, She Hulk got you covered for she most got part. Got you covered. But yeah, this has been the two lads, the nerdy misfit boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys have any questions for us in regards to anything Marvel or anything nerdy in general, make sure you. Uh, Send us a message on any of our various social media platforms. Yep, the link tree will be in the description to follow all of those. We do have a couple of projects coming up down the pipeline that you guys should look forward to. So stay look, tuned. Look out to follow us on TikTok. Subscribe to us on YouTube. 
as well as uh, Instagram and look Twitter. Look out for a potential Discord opening up soon. Yep. So, join a lot us of things there. in the pipe works. A lot of things being worked on. A lot of things being scripted. Yep. Being recorded. Being edited. And if there's anything you guys want us to talk more about, let us know. If there's any TV shows, specials, anime, manga, so on and so forth, anything, just let us know. We'll give it a watch. We'll give it a review. We'll give it a discussion right here on the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. And we will see you all next Wednesday. Yeah. TNMP. The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.